Greetings, Detective. Welcome to the Murder Mystery Company and our new free service, Calm Mystery. We know that many of you need that calm and centered moment, but meditation isn't necessarily your thing. If you're a mystery lover, a crime fan, and could use a break, you've come to the right place. It sure is a suspenseful world out there, but I have good news for you. In this world, the only suspense will come from the world's best writers. For the next few minutes, we're going to close the door on the outside world. First, find a comfortable chair, sofa, or bed. Take a moment to just relax into that spot. Let your body sink in, slowly releasing the day's tension. Just relax. You've earned this time. You need this time for you. Your body will thank you. Now let's take a moment to clear your mind. I want you to focus on two things. My voice and your breathing. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Let it out slowly through your mouth. Now the same thing, but let's breathe on my count. Three counts in and four counts out. Breathe in. One, two, three. Now out. One, two, three, four. As we do this, you're going to slowly relax more and be perfectly ready for tonight's dastardly tale. Now again, breathe in. One, two, three. Now out. One, two, three, four. One more time, breathing out the last bit of stress. Breathe in, one, two, three. Now out, one, two, three, four. Excellent. Tonight's tale of mystery, intrigue, and murder is truly spine-tingling. The Affair at the Victory Ball by Agatha Christie Read by Perry F. Bruns Chapter 4 The following Tuesday was fixed upon by Poirot as the day for this mysterious performance. The preparations greatly intrigued me. A white screen was erected at one side of the room, flanked by heavy curtains at either side. A man with some lighting apparatus arrived next, and finally a group of members of the theatrical profession who disappeared into Poirot's bedroom which had been rigged up as a temporary dressing room. Shortly before eight, Jap arrived in no very cheerful mood. I gathered that the official detective hardly approved of Poirot's plan. A bit melodramatic, like all his ideas. But there it can do no harm, and as he says, it might save us a good bit of trouble. He's been very smart over the case. I was on the same scent myself, of course. I felt instinctively that Jap was straining the truth here. But there I promised to let him play the thing out his own way. Ah, here's the crowd. 
His lordship arrived first, escorting Mrs. Mallaby, whom I had not as yet seen. She was a pretty dark-haired woman and appeared perceptibly nervous. The Davidsons followed. Chris Davidson also I saw for the first time. He was handsome enough in a rather obvious style, tall and dark, with the easy grace of the actor. Poirot had arranged seats for the party facing the screen. This was illuminated by a bright light. Poirot switched out the other light so that the room was in darkness except for the screen. Poirot's voice rose out of the gloom. Messieurs, madames, a word of explanation. Six figures in turn will pass across the screen. They are familiar to you. Pierrot and his pirate. Punchinello the buffoon and elegant Pulcinella. Beautiful Columbine, lightly dancing. Arlequin the sprite, invisible to man. With these words of introduction, the show began. In turn, each figure that Poirot had mentioned bounded before the screen. Stayed there a moment poised and then vanished. The lights went up and a sigh of relief went round. Everyone had been nervous, fearing they knew not what. It seemed to me that the proceedings had gone singularly flat. If the criminal was among us and Poirot expected him to break down at the mere sight of a familiar figure, the device had failed signally, as it was almost bound to do. Poirot, however, appeared not a whit discomposed. He stepped forward, beaming. Now, messieurs and mesdames, will you be so good as to tell me, one at a time, what it is that we have just seen? Will you begin, my lord? The gentleman looked rather puzzled. I'm afraid I don't quite understand. Just tell me what we have been seeing. I, uh, well, I should say we have seen six figures passing in front of a screen and dressed to represent the personages in the old Italian comedy, or, uh, ourselves the other night. Never mind the other night, my lord, broke in Poirot. The first part of your speech was what I wanted. Madame, you agree with my lord Cronshaw? He had turned as he spoke to Mrs. Mallaby. I, uh, yes, of course. You agree that you have seen six figures representing the Italian comedy? Why, certainly. Marshal Davidson, you too? Yes. Madame? Yes. Hastings, Jap, yes. You are all in accord? He looked around upon us. His face grew rather pale, and his eyes were green as any cat's. And yet, you are all wrong. Your eyes have lied to you, as they lied to you on the night of the victory ball. To... See things with your eyes, as they say, is not always to see the truth. One must see with the eyes of the mind. One must employ the little cells of grey. Know then that tonight and on the night of the victory ball you saw not six figures, but five. See! The lights went out again. A figure bounded in front of the screen. Pierrot. Who is that? demanded Poirot. Is it Pierrot? Yes! we all cried. Look again. With a swift movement, the man divested himself of his loose Pierrot garb. There, in the limelight, stood glittering Harlequin. At the same moment, there was a cry in an overturned chair. "'Curse you!' snarled Davidson's voice. "'Curse you! How did you guess?' Then came the clink of handcuffs and Jap's calm official voice. "'I arrest you, Christopher Davidson, charge of murdering Viscount Cronshaw. Anything you say can be used in evidence against you.' Thank you, detectives, for listening to tonight's Calm Mystery by the Murder Mystery Company. I'm Perry F. Bruns. Would you like to show somebody you care? Is there a mystery fan in your life? Couldn't they use a quiet moment 
Isn't a great story? I'm doing personal stories of 20 minutes or less. Something personal like this can make a friend or family member feel truly loved in an otherwise dark time. They're only $49, and you can email me at calmmystery, that's C-A-L-M mystery, at gmail.com. In the meantime, stay tuned for more tales to tingle and terrify while giving you a needed break from the outside world.